Ooh, a little uh, gym after work. Oh yeah, third shift can be the be the death of big be the death of Big Daddy D. See, when uh, I tried working out when I got off work, like I did uh, P90X when I got off work, and yeah. um, but then I would just lay down and go to bed, and. Um, I felt like I just went too cold too quick because I'd wake up in the morning just super stiff, you know. That, like that's, I, I, that's I the purpose work. of working out, bro. But no, I mean, like, bro, <laughs> I could barely like walk to the bathroom, and and one day my arms were so stiff that like I didn't know how I was gonna deal blackjack and craps because I was like like a zombie like i couldn't move my arms at all i could like scratch my nose like it was bad dude i mean that's that's kind of the purpose of working out though man if you you got to work that soreness out <laughs> i don't know man i'm just saying there's mr winner of uh oil and earbuds oh yeah he brought me some oil yesterday to the house that um he bought for us man it's, i got it in right now how's it how's it look it looks good. It's it looks a, good. Go ahead. Let's get it over with. What? The intro. The intro. Oh, I forgot about the intro. We, we, we forgot about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We kind of got a show going on. Uh, oh, yeah. I, We're just having just a legit conversation. When in doubt, bang it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, continue the conversation uh, with our guests here, but here's the intro. All right. Man, that intro is tight, dude. That turned out good, man. Man, bro, I never, it never comes through on my end. Ever. Like, it freezes up every time. I don't know. Well, uh, hopefully to everybody else it looked as good. Yeah. As, I, I forgot because it's been two weeks. Yeah. You know, the babes, they did their thing painting up the dudes uh, uh, last week, man. Which, if you didn't see that, go to the Rebellious Podcast Instagram. Uh, the pictures are there, and the babes posted. Everybody posted pictures. Uh, they they painted up uh, Ramey, Sean, and Cameron on the Rebellious Babecast. That was that was funny. So yeah, I forgot what the intro is. It's been so long that. But anyways, man, uh, here we go rambling again this week. But but I just real quick, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's coming in a little early. Uh, for the show when I was doing it a little early this week. Um, I did get a promotion at work for a little while to try something out, and I had to go back to third shift. So I do appreciate everybody coming on a little earlier and just hang out with us before I got to go to work. So I appreciate that. I just want to give everybody that little shout-out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and we will accommodate, man. You know? We yes, will sir. make this happen. So uh, this week... We're inviting uh, two of our club members on, uh, DJ and Rusty, because they got their own podcast happening, and uh, I figured we'd talk to, talk to them and see what they got planned and uh, what's in store for uh, fatherhood and facial hair podcast. Yes, 
Yes. Let's get these guys on here. We got DJ and Rusty in the house. What up, what up? What up, guys? What's up, going man. on, man? So yeah. they want to compete in the podcast space with us. <laughs> oh, no way we can do that, man. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, we're... Uh, actually, DJ was showing a lot of love saying that we actually inspired them, you know? So, yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. We appreciate the, the love and support. So, so fatherhood and facial hair. I can relate to both of those. Yeah, I feel I feel like a lot of people can. And you know, we were kind of throwing ideas around within within the chapter about uh you know things that we can do initially to bring people in. And we kind of stumbled into this thing. Well, you know, let's 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 talk about our beards. That's kind of an obvious poll. And then we said, you know. You know, we have a lot of really interesting stories to tell just as dads. So we're like, why don't we kind of blend that together and, and, and make a show about, you know, our experience as dads and growing within our beer journey. And it kind of just fell into place. Yeah. So, um, DJ, um, DJ, you're taking over my spot for having a bunch of kids. Like, Dustin always tries <laughs> to give me a bunch of shit about how many kids and grandchildren I have. But you have six and and a half? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it six and a half. That sounds about right. Damn, between y'all two, we could have a podcast of the league <laughs> for children. Let's 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 start an NFL team for a podcast league. <laughs> That's true. We could we could do that. All um, uh, my kids really aren't into football that much, but you know I'm their dad for now, so I'll just make them. <laughs> I love it. And Rusty, love how many it. how many children do you have? Oh Jesus, I got one of my own, and I've got he's eleven. My stepdaughter who turns fourteen next month. My stepson is twenty five, and. Uh, I was stepdad to a kid who's now, oh shit, fifteen or sixteen. So plenty of experience. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I got plenty of experience in the step parent game myself. So um, I have two biological, and then the three stepchildren, and then I have two, no, three now, three grandchildren now. Three grandsons now. Awesome. So, awesome. Man. I've got I've got one biological and I've got one stepchild, but she I consider her my, my real child because I've been oh, in her yeah. life since she was yeah. one. Uh, I've got a step dog and a, and a, and a real dog. Um, I've got two two cats that I can't stand, but hey, whatever. Uh, I've got. I've got a bunch of got a bunch of lightning bugs outside, you know, that I claim as mine. You know, hey, everything everything that I claim on taxes is fourteen hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars. I got claim them all. Um, what else I got? I got a I got a bang. I, I I identify as a bang, so that means that I every time I get every time I say their name, I get a I get a percentage of the the money for bang energy drink, just like Joan does liquid death. Um, <laughs> True. Before you know it, we're going to be sponsored by Liquid Death and Bang. It's going to be called the Liquid Death and Bang Rebellious Podcast. And, you know, 
whatever, you know, <laughs> that's what we do. We talk shit and get hit. What's up? <laughs> Nice. Well, yeah. All right. There you go. Um, yeah, John. John, I don't know how old you think I am, but yeah, I am a damn grandparent. Uh, John's fifty-two. Guys, can y'all not tell by the beard? No. No. Did y'all not know that? Did y'all really not know John was fifty-two? But John wants to know how, how old you are, DJ. Uh, I just turned 34. All right. Nice, nice, nice. And Rusty is 37. Nope. Older than that. <laughs> oh, you're off by seven years. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. You don't look a day over 37, though, man. I appreciate nah, that. Man, you look like you look like a stunning, stunning. Well, if I got up there, you'd see all those whites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not as many as germ, but I got a few. Yeah, there was a a guy when I was delivering mail the other day. He's like, "Just a job stressing you out?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Cause you got a lot of gray in your beard." I'm like, "That's from the kids, dude." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. That's from the kids. My uh, my wife just the other day plucked a gray out of my beard and said, you know, you guys are going fishing this weekend. You can just start plucking your grays and, and string a fishing pole and use that. <laughs> well, they're too, gray hair is too crazy, it seems like, to make a fishing line, though. I don't I don't think I have any gray hair yet. Yeah, no, but I no. saw those empty boxes of uh, hair coloring in your bathroom when I was over there. Damn, man, you got to be a snitch, bro. Um, I mean, damn. I'm 30, I'll be 40 in September. And, uh, yep, Dustin's 20. <laughs> Asian, yep, he's got a bunch of gray. Yeah, he's also got 97 kids. Yep. Uh, actually, any- Asian's beard color has almost won him some uh, competition. Yeah. Yep. Speaking yeah, of, yeah. speaking of, hey, I need everybody to be ready. September eighteenth, we need to be down here at Bowling Green, Kentucky. The Kentucky chapter of the Bitter Rebellion is hosting a event, a beard competition, and a cornhole competition, and everything like that. It's gonna be a huge event. Germ's coming. He hasn't confirmed yet, but I just threw it out there saying he's coming. Uh, Brandon <laughs> said he's coming. Brandon said he's coming down. Uh, Emo said he's gonna try to make it, and so did Ramy. So that'd be awesome. Dang. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, hon, I'm going to a Kentucky in September. <laughs> there you go. Let's get it. Uh, so, um, do you do you ever load up the kids and go on trips like that, DJ? Uh, we have. Um, it's it's been a little bit because of COVID. Yeah. But yeah. um. Uh, we yeah we'll uh, we'll load up we'll go like we'll, we visited my folks over in like in Rochester which is like three or four hours away. Um, at one point when we had about half as many kids, we took them all the way to Wisconsin. That was kind of fun. But uh, um, what's you know, the age? What's age range? <laughs> all right, 13, 11, 10, 7, 5, and three. Okay. All right. Not too crazy gap, you know. 
No, not at all. It's actually the 13-year-old is old enough now where whether she likes it or not, she can help with the younger ones. So she's at that point where we actually we have a little extra hand around the house. She's not always pleased about it, but she'll Man. She's, she's pretty old. Dude, that's, that's what it's all about is getting the kids to the age where they can start doing shit on their own and helping you out and Yeah, dude. Well, on uh, their own. We we talked Callie, my oldest one, into um I t- Jennifer and I said, Hey, we'll give you twenty dollars a week if you watch your little sister while your dad sleeps. That way it saves us on daycare and everything, you know what I'm saying? We pay hundred and forty dollars a daycare a week. So yeah. it's like if if I'm gonna be at home, why not have Callie watch her? And if she needs me, I'm literally right there in the bedroom. All she gotta do is come wake me up. I mean, hell, until Jennifer gets off work, I'm cool with that. I mean, let's get it. Oh yeah, Rusty. I'm sure you can appreciate the older kids having older kids around. Uh, I wish she's gone <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's For at that sure. age where she'd rather be anywhere but home. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That that's definitely tough. Thankfully, my son is pretty self-sufficient. I mean, he's at that age where we can't leave him alone. But she also sleeps in really late, so if we're lucky, we could sneak out the door while she's sleeping and still leave him. Hell yeah! So, so, so is this pretty much what you guys' podcast about? Just um, tell me, tell me more about the. I want to know what, what you know. What made you guys decide to do your podcast and everything else? We kind of wandered off into our own little thing there for a minute, <laughs> there, but uh, I want to hear more about you guys' podcast. Um. I mean, we we kind of discovered that there's a lot of interesting fatherhood journeys out there, a lot of different like dad dynamics, and we wanted to uh, we wanted to give the dads out there, regardless of what their journey was, a space to share their stories, and at the same time, kind of go into our you know our journey through fatherhood because there's a lot of you know there's a lot of interesting stuff out there that I think you know, could be helpful for other dads to hear, you know, whether it's a funny story that's, that's happened or something, you know, dealing with tragedy and how they've, you know, how as dads, they've been able to help their family through that. And I think that was, you know, we thought there were, those were important stories to tell. Yeah. I think it kicked off when, uh, like you said, we talked about something in the chapter, what we could do to bring guys in, but I think it really started without us consciously realizing it when DJ and I met up in Syracuse he had all but one of his kids there, and we ended up sharing a lot of dad stories there. And then we did um, an Instagram live, which was the first time we'd done anything one on one. And it was wasn't like two days after that. Like we got to do something combining dads and you know stories. And yeah, this is pretty much what we do. We tell stories about being dads. And I think what was it last yesterday? We did one that was. How we're getting old and how we know it. And it was all those little ways. You know you're getting to be an old dad. Yeah. And we're not talking about wearing wearing jorts and New Balance. uh, Oh, yeah. What you mean? That's that's dad goals. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I was going to say, did you really mow the lawn until your shoes are stained green? Right. Hell yeah, bro. What you mean? Buy a new pair of Dad 3000s every month. Come on now. <laughs> nice. 
No, I as much as I, I I don't want to be that stereotypical, you know. So I still have some Air Force ones that I wear while I mow the yard, and um, you know, I try to be cool about it. Are y'all gonna have a segment? Are y'all gonna have a segment for dad jokes? <laughs> we should. We, we could. Should. Y'all should we have could. like twenty minutes worth of dad jokes. That'd be legit. We we definitely could. We'll even uh we'll even have it brought to you by Beans because you gave you gave us the idea. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'll co- I I could come on your show for twenty minutes and get out the most random dad jokes in the world. All right, there you go. <laughs> right. So sounds, you, like, sounds like a plan. So are you guys having people um on as guests, or are people sharing their stories, which you will pass on your own? So how how are you going to do that? I think once we work out the technical issues, we'll have people on. But once we, oh, like yesterday, everything worked fine while we were live. But Twitch will record the video and play it for you whenever anybody wants, right? It worked fine while we were live. We both sides were playing the audio. I went to check the video on demand after we were done, and it was a one kind one sided conversation. Only I was the only one talking. Nothing DJ said was audible so he would sit for like five minutes you'd see his mouth moving and i'm just sitting there and then i would respond <laughs> and it just it was horrible. so once we get that worked out yeah we'll start having guests and, and uh so right now you're only doing it on twitch i did share it uh in the description um so do do you plan on going on any other platforms or or just staying um, on Twitch. I think I think we're gonna kind of see see where it goes. I mean, whatever platform makes the most sense for us, you know what I mean? Like right now we're kind of you know, we're kind of small potatoes, but once we grow and evolve and work out the technical side of things and see what you know can accommodate what we're trying to do, I mean basically every door is open. Every door is open, every possibility is there. Um, we're we're uh, we're kind of right now. We're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants, so we're just trying to see where it goes. Yeah, we did that for for uh, a lot of episodes. I mean, if you go back and watch our first like five episodes, it was <laughs> it was it, you could tell we was just like man, we was, we was just trying to trying to do it, not really knew what we was doing. Now, I feel like each episode that we do, it comes back and we're like, hey, we're getting better and better and better each episode. I mean, yeah. Germ's getting Germ's getting getting cuter and cuter each episode. I don't know what he's doing different. I think it's that Liquid Death brought to you by Bang and Liquid Death. <laughs> Our first episode was freaking horrible. Uh, <laughs> the video lag, the audio was so bad that there was like a good thirty second pause between when somebody would finish and the next guy would wait. Just is he done? Or is it a lag? What's going on? And then we would respond. There was an echo that would just go and go and go. It, it was such a disaster. Yeah, I did see a lag when I was watching. Because uh, I, I I hopped on there and checked a little bit, you know, of a couple episodes. And, uh, yeah, there was one that was pretty laggy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the first one. It was, it, was, it was fun, though. You know, we had our technical issues. But, like, it also – I mean – once we got into the conversation and we were able to work around it, like it felt really, it was organic. It would felt, it was fun to, to talk about. And 
orgasm. Uh, I, I, I feel, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is something that we could keep doing. Like, it was, it's just two guys having a conversation. There's nothing, you know, yeah, there, there's nothing really strict about it. And then you just, the, the stories just kind of flow out. And it's really, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's like I told DJ, it's a very dad way of doing things. Just do it half-assed and kick it a few times and then hope it works. And if it doesn't, half-ass it some more until it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll come, it'll come together. You'll figure it out, you know. Um, Looks like Daz has asked the same question twice. Uh, yeah, I was going to get to it, but we'll get to it now. Uh, what's, what's the funny uh, kid's story? that you guys have <laughs> okay uh do you want one with or without my kids cussing because i have <laughs> oh i love uh, kids cussing okay. <laughs> and sorry all right so um <laughs> and my and my wife's probably gonna give me the death stare for this one but i'll go into it anyway so i'm playing games on uh, call of duty with some of my buddies this is a while ago and it got really quiet just in time for Micah, who was, I think, six at the time, to at the top of his lungs scream, I did not call him a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I, I didn't know. For a split second, I had no idea what to do. I was mad. But then I started laughing because everybody else that it was in my ear was cracking up. So I <laughs> It was it was hilarious. I was pissed, but it was still it was so funny that I couldn't help but crack up. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, for me, my son is at that airhead stage. He's just getting into it. I mean, he used to be sharp as a whip. I mean, you couldn't get anything, but now he's an airhead. Like uh, a couple days ago, I needed some medication. I was getting a tension headache, and I said, "Go upstairs and on the stand next to the bed, get the orange pill bottle and bring it down." He I, he was gone for a good minute and a half. He comes down. Tylenol bottle, bright white. And he goes, is this the one? I said, no, the orange one. It's got orange on it. It's all orange. And then the refrigerator we've got in the apartment, it, it, the top refrigerates and the bottom freezes, which okay. is the opposite of what it's supposed to do. So we were talking about getting maintenance to switch it out. My wife goes, yeah, they'll have to come and take it. My son's standing there looking at the, the refrigerator, and he goes, all of it? And my, my wife just looks at him and goes, no, they're going to saw it in half and just take the freezer. <laughs> the, I can relate to that. My oldest was like, um, you know, principals on a roll, like uh, a couple, you know, a couple different German, Japanese, you know, top of his class. But when it came to common sense stuff, <laughs> man, it just wasn't there. And I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but sometimes it's just like, bro, come on. Like, how do you survive? But it had oh, a lot funny. to do with his mom um always doing certain things for him and then after we split up and and he had to do things on his own you know there was a there was a lot of that common sense stuff that he had to realize yeah that's funny oh my that's, daughter that's i had baked a cake and she was gone while i was baking it and she came in later she's sniffing around she goes well, it smells like cake I just looked at her and I said, oh, you know, unicorns ran through and they were farting and it smells like cake here now. I swear, she looks at me and goes, really? Really? <laughs> are you kidding me? She goes, oh, you're not serious, are you? Aye, aye, aye. What are the little girls? 
Well, them little girls are yours there, Beans. What you got? Man, man, I got too many stories to tell, but one of them, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. And, uh, one of them, man, when she was, she was about Della's age, Callie was. She was on Facebook Live doing singing or something. She drops the phone down, and when she drops it on Facebook Live, she goes, Oh, shit! <laughs> Me and her mom both just stopped. It's like, what? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's funny. And then Della, you've met Della, Jeremy. Della's just wild. Della's wild. She's she's balls to the wall 100%. She'll come running in here and she'll look at you. She'll put her fist up and be like, you don't want no smoke. I'll body slam you. Like, <laughs> you're literally, you're literally... 20 pounds soaking wet, little girl. You better stop. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Kids are something else, especially these days. Do you guys, um, you guys find uh, how you raise your kids these days compared to how you grew up? Like, are, are you guys the ones that don't want it how you did? Or, or I, I don't know how to say it. Um, how you kids nowadays kids? are soft. Kids nowadays are soft. Well, I'll be the first to tell you. They're soft as hell. And that, and it bothers me because I see it in my kids. They're soft. And I'm like, toughen up. The world's going to eat you alive. Everything's not sunshine and rainbows in this world. I said, you're going to go out there. Somebody's going to be mean to you. You have to you have to be able to take it. And you have to be able to give it back. But, I mean, it's, it's just I feel like. My opinion, I feel like some parents baby their kids entirely too much. Me, I want my kids to be able to do their do everything for themselves. Do the dishes, mow the yard. I mean, how I I was six years old and I had to work with my dad every day. I didn't get to hang out on Saturdays. I had to go to work with my dad, and that's what I'm trying to raise my kids like. But 95 percent of the time, it don't work because they always give me that little dad. I'm sorry, look, and I'm like, all right, whatever, lay down. No. I, I definitely hear you there. I try to be as real as possible with my kids. I don't like uh, my dad, you know, when I was learning how to drive, my dad gave me the advice, always assume everyone else is going to be an asshole. Yeah. So I just, I mean, it, it's kind of, it's kind of similar, you know, and, and I tell him, you know, be, be cool with everyone, you know, be, be kind and be, be a decent person. But, you know, I also at this on the same instance, you know, there are going to be people out there that no matter how nice you are, they're going to be assholes and you got, you know, we try as hard as we can to, to teach them how to deal with people who are being assholes, you know, in, in, you know, we don't sugarcoat it. We just kind of tell it like it is and hope for the best. Kind of the, the still applying the, the lifelong golden rule, you know, treat everybody like you want to be treated type deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, be, be a decent person, you know, you know, small stuff that kind of goes, you know, kind of goes forgotten, you know, pull out chairs, hold doors for little old ladies, that sort of thing. But, you know, if someone, if someone gives you shit and they keep giving you shit, then I, you know, sometimes you may have to give them a little shit back, you know, if it's <laughs> talk shit, get hit, bro. Well, I've, I've, I've told my kids, ne- do not start fights. Don't start a fight. If I have to pick you up from school because you started a fist fight, then you're grounded. But if I have to pick you up from school because someone tried to start a fight with you when you had to handle it. Defend yourself, yeah. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. See, I never have to worry about that. My daughter, my daughter will not start a fight. She won't even pick up a damn bug. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's funny. My, my kids are pretty pacifist. I don't think they're going to be starting a fight at all. Um, <laughs> so I'm not really worried about that. But like I like I've told them, you know, if someone if someone takes a cut at you, that's it. You you do what you got to do. The minute someone starts taking a swing, you know, especially oh, yeah. especially especially my girls. If 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 someone tries to come after you, you take your knee, plant it straight in their balls. That's it. <laughs> you square them straight in the nuts, and you will not get in trouble. I promise. That's good advice. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. Uh, Rusty, how you feel about uh, how's your experience been um, as a step parent? Um, have, have you found it? easy or hard to step into the father position oh man well my daughter's dad's still in the picture so that creates some unnecessary friction okay but uh i mean i love the kid to death like she's my own uh yeah i i do anything for her and i do do anything for her you know somebody messes with her i'm right out there first thing in their face letting them know that they're not going to do it again but um yeah, I, it, right now we're at a point where she's, for whatever reason, I'm the most evil man alive. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we have our good days, and those make up for it. So, But otherwise, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Um, so my three stepchildren, and I was never married, so, like, the stepchildren, you know, whatever. But um, I raised them for 13 or 15 years now. And um, and there were three different dads. Uh, one was in the picture. One was kind of in the picture, and one wasn't. Um, never had an issue on that end, you know. But stepping into the parent role and having the mother allow me to—I uh, mean, this is a—I could go on and on and on about this, man. But um, the mother allowing me to actually parent her children um as she wanted it yeah i don't know so that i guess that's kind of my question is like have you been able to parent like you want to um with her oh yeah i mean for a while like at first it was a little weird like i said her dad's in the picture so i was like i don't want to step on toes and i was really quiet about it but as time has gone on, if she's doing something that she knows she shouldn't be doing, or, yeah, I'll step in and say something. And it got to the point where I think it was like four months ago, I sat her down and I told her, look, you're in my house. I pay the bills here. You can tell your dad everything I'm saying to you. You can tell him I don't like what you're doing and how I'm, you know, how I'm parenting. But at the end of the day, he's, there's nothing he can do about it. And if he doesn't like it, that's, that's on him. And that's just how it's been since. Yeah. It's it's important that the mothers um, actually let you step in and, and Oh help. yeah, she she definitely she's been encouraging it from day one, but I'm the type of guy that like I, I don't want to cause any friction, I don't want to cause any problems oh, yeah. with her dad, so Yeah. It was um I think it was like about a year into the relationship where they asked if they could call me dad and you know, it was it was one, then it was another, then it was all three of them, and and then when we broke up, 
I told them, I'm like, uh, you guys are stuck with me. Like, I'm, I'm still your dad. I'm not going anywhere, you know. And the boys remained to live with me while my daughter moved out with her mom. And, um, yeah, I still have a great relationship with all three. Um, my youngest daughter's 16. She stays with my sister. And, um, and that was just <laughs> for her benefit. Um, staying here in this town wasn't the best choice. So uh, she's with my sister. And then my son, I found out two years ago, I found out I have a 19-year-old son. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was getting off work, and uh, this girl messages me, and she's like, hey, remember me? I'm like, oh, what's up, girl? You look good. How you been? And, and she's like, we got a son. And I'm like, oh, man. So, But that's been an awesome journey so far. And, uh, yeah, Dude, so I, wouldn't little... know, I wouldn't know how to handle that. Like, how did it, like, like, how did you react to that, bro? Like, if I just got a message, like, oh, oh, by the way, you've got a kid that you've not seen in 19 years, I'd be all like, right. uh, and, and, all right, so I think this kind of ties everything, uh, together very well. My first, the, the, First thing I did was I went into the um, – I, I wasn't in the Bearded Rebellion at that point. Um, I was in the Live Bearded Brotherhood Facebook page, um, which was kind of my first introduction into the bearded community and brotherhood and stuff like that, right? That was the first place I went and, and posted, uh, hey, guys, I just found out that I have a – uh 17 year old son you know what i mean so so you guys having your podcast um talking to you know bearded guys and everything i think is huge because like i said it was the first place that i went to and and you know uh sometimes we don't have anywhere to go to so that's why this club is such an awesome thing and <clears throat> And your podcast sounds like it's going to be an awesome place to share stories similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, that's kind of the whole thought process behind it. I mean, there's so many stories out there and you know, there, you know, some people don't feel like they have a platform to tell them. We want to kind of be that platform for, for the dads out there that, you know, don't feel like they have anywhere else to go. Um, at first we're just going to, you know, I've asked people to reach out and say, Hey, you know, let us know what kind of stories do you want to share? What kind of, you know, what's your story? Well, how can we, how can we tell it? Eventually I love, we love to have people on so that we they can say, Hey, you know, here's our story. And so that way it gives dads everywhere a platform to kind of share that out. You know what I mean? And that's, and I mean, that's huge. That That's huge. Yeah. Like uh spoiler alert, our first time we have guests on, we're hoping to get military dads on to be able to share their stories because I can't yeah. my my brother was in the Air Force and I know he went through hell missing his kids when he had training and all that other stuff. So I, I can't even imagine what they go through. So we're gonna give them a platform to be able to talk. Yeah that's what I was sitting there thinking about. I was like man that'd be a good show for y'all to to message to message with uh getting stories from military people that went overseas that's left the kids behind for to, to fight for our country. That'd be a hell of a story. Uh I mean, and also you, there's, there's, I mean, it's potentials out there. You could talk to people that are going through 
separations, how, how, how fathers deal with things differently than mothers do when they don't get to see their kids all the time. I will, I'll, be, I'll be the first to tell you. I had, me and my wife had issues. We separated for a little bit, but what killed me the most is I didn't get to put my kids to bed every night. I didn't get to wake up and tell them good morning. I, I mean, it, that, that was one of the hardest things to me. I fell off the wagon. I wasn't. You had I a hard really time good. with that. You had a really hard I had, time. I did. I, I had. I had a hard time with him, and I, I turned into a whole ass different person that I should never been. Yeah. I got. I hit. I started hitting the bottle real hard, man. I mean, I started doing everything real hard, and you were. Singing, I almost lost. You were singing on Snapchat all the time. I was. I, man, I was. I was a whole ass different person, man. I'll be the first to tell you. My wife and my kids are the ones that 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 balance me out. And Jerem can tell you the same. He's been around me when I'm with my kids and my family. I mean, it's but separation it killed me. I thought I, I, I probably would have died because of my stupidity because I couldn't take the I couldn't take the hurt, man. It, it it killed me going to bed every night, not seeing my kids, not seeing my wife, not being there, and doing none of that. But yeah, I man, it's yeah, man. That, that that shit hurt me, dude. It hurt me worse than anything. That's that's tough, man. And then that's and that's the kind of and that's the kind of thing we want to do. We want to be able to provide that outlet. So even even like and I've told this to Rusty before. Even if we can just help one dad, one person who is dealing with like the low point in their life, they hear someone else. Here's what happened. Here's how I got out of it, and here's where I'm at today. Like that would mean the world to me. Like even yeah. if, like just one just one person that we can help make their lives a little better by hearing someone's story like that. As far as I'm concerned, at that point, we'd be successful, I mean, and, and so that would be like that would be just incredible. It's 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 man. I know people that are going through things that, and us as men and as fathers, that's what I love about y'all having this podcast. Us as men and fathers, we don't have a place that we can go vent to because if they see a man cry, we're we're, we're less than. If they see a man upset about something, they're less than. My daughter said the other day, and my wife jumped in real quick. My daughter looked at me and I said, you're a guy. Guys don't cry. Men don't cry. My wife looked at her and said, you're wrong. A man that cries is one of the strongest men out there because they can show their feelings. And I agree with that. Don't be upset because you got tears in your eyes crying over something that you're passionate about. Yes, when I was raised up, my dad raised me not to cry. He raised me not to fear nothing. He raised me blah, blah, blah. But I feel like a man should be able to cry just like anybody else. We have feelings. We have emotions. What's what's the point of us holding that all in? I mean, it eventually it's going to just break down. Yeah, when my son's mom and I split, uh, she kept me from seeing my stepson. And I raised him from the time he was three to almost seven. She wouldn't let me see him, and it, it absolutely devastated me. I mean, yeah, I had our son, but not seeing him was, I can't even, I, I still haven't been able to spend time with him. And he's 16 now. And it, it's so freaking hard sometimes to just wonder what he's up to and how he's doing. Yep. That's, yeah. <clears throat> that's how it's been with my daughter. Uh, I, <clears throat> because of her mom, I wasn't uh, part of her life growing up. And, and now my family, um, is more of a part of her life now and it's it's just it's benefited her she's doing great she's beautiful she's happy she's doing good in school and i'm just loving every minute of it man just so proud being proud man and yeah 
and and then then now you know like having another kid for two years you know and in the beginning it tore me up it's like man i wasn't there a part of his life for 17 years he's wondering who his dad was and how that all played out was um she pretty much forgot we hooked up because i'm that memorable in bed you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, so uh she forgot all about that one. Well, yeah, you know, and uh, so she just told, she's like, "Look, I don't know who the dad is. I'm sorry." And then eventually they did the ancestry uh, DNA. Um, my sister, and my grandma were like the top two results, and then she got on their Facebook and saw me, and she's like, "Oh yeah, him." And uh, <laughs> you know, but like I said, 17 years of not being in his life, and and when I first found out about him, like. I, I looked at his Facebook page and then, and this was shortly after uh, Father's Day of that year. And he, you know, he had posted on Facebook, Happy Father's Day, Dad, LOL. You know, and it was like, damn, man. Wow. You know, so after I found out it was the next month, I went uh, up to Wisconsin to meet him and hang out with him for the weekend. And then he's been here for the holidays and, you know, trying. He's four hours away. So, um, you know, trying to do what i can but uh yeah that, that whole thing's pretty wild the, that's a wild story man i couldn't i couldn't imagine finding out after all this time oh yeah you have a teenager like that's to me Bro. but but to, but to hear how it is now like it's when you really think about it, it it's turned into a beautiful story like you found out you had a kid and now and then now it, and he's a part of your life and that's it, it, it's turned from kind of a a crazy wild discovery to it like a beautiful story man yeah at first i had every single thought going through my mind you know like does she want money uh this is about this what about this well what if it's this this you know and every thought and then and like i said i had posted in that uh facebook group and everybody was saying those same things that i was thinking and i was able to talk them out with several different people and and um yeah so again having a place to talk about is pretty important but it was it, it was trippy man it was trippy and and the end game and i i came out straight up and asked her i'm like what's your end game here what what you know because i i didn't want to be shitty about it and she's like no fair enough uh we just want to know who the dad is and we found you and we'll go from here i'm like all right cool let's That's do this crazy you know um I think y'all got something going here, man. I do. I think this is going to be something that's going to take off, and I think it's going to be something that's going to help. It's going to help people because it's going to give someone a safe space to come to. It, it's going to be an anonymous. They have an anonymous way of telling their story, an anonymous way of telling how they feel. And if they don't want to be anonymous, be like, hey, this you can say my name, but y'all have got something here. Like y'all have come up with something that's that's freaking awesome, and 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 I support it a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. That this is awesome, dude. Y'all, y'all, y'all are gonna do something that's gonna take take this to the next level, and I, I, my hats off to y'all. Oh yeah, Dad says it's good to see the support that we can uh, all give each other, no matter how hard it gets. We all stand together as a family and a brotherhood. Love you all. Hundred percent. This is a little... I mean, Yeah, so... I mean, we've done what two already, and I've been able to talk to DJ about some of the problems I've had. And it's it's weird, in just two episodes, how much it's helped me 
through some of the, you know, the step parent stuff that I've been dealing with. And it, it just, it felt like I was going through it and I didn't have anybody to talk to. It, he's no experience as a stepdad, but he's been able to help me just being able to vent to him and, you know, toss some ideas at him and having him toss ideas back. It's it's been it's been awesome. Like even our idea sharing sessions, like so much has come up that we could talk about, like the military dads, the like just just all all the all these things that we like we have such big plans and like we're 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 ready to put some serious work in to make sure that that this that this happens. Like we are constantly sharing ideas, how we can make it better, how we can fix the technical end, but even just you know, bullshitting about what we can talk about next. It's just been like, yeah, we, 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 it's a, it's a, it's just the beginning of the journey, but it's already been like an incredible journey. It's really exciting to see where it's going to go. Man, I will never forget the first time that I became a dad. Like you said, a stepdad, I, I'm a stepdad. A lot of people didn't know that I was a stepdad. A lot of people never did because I never, I never put it on like I was a stepdad, but man, I met Jennifer at a party I was a drunken mess. I mean, I was, I mean, I, I've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? I've lived a lifestyle of, of just about everything in the world. But, um, yeah, man, I had a gallon jug of milk, a milk jug full of beer, walking around, drunk as a skunk. <laughs> Met her, went from there. I messaged her on Instagram. I said, hey, girl, I see you like Notre Dame. We should watch a Notre Dame game together. So it, it hit off there. Her exact worst to me was, I have a daughter. She don't like nobody. She probably won't talk to you. I said, all right, that's fine, cool. I come over, and as soon as I come over, the little girl runs up to me and hugs me. Like, first thing, she she stops what she's doing, and she's like, I've never seen that before. And, dude, it, it, it flipped a switch in my head, like, this is what I need in my life. This is this is my This is my safe space. This is this. And to this day, I'll always tell Callie, you're the one that's made me a father. You're the one that made me a dad. You always have a spot in my heart because you're the first kid that ever called me dad. Regardless of DNA, DNA don't mean nothing to me. It's you're my child, plain and simple. And even when we split up, when I did get to see my kids, I didn't just get Della. I got Callie, too. Callie would come over. So Jennifer told me, she's like, I'll never keep your, these kids. She's like, that kid's yours. I'll never keep them away from you. I mean, it's... Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was crazy, man, and that's what I needed at the time. That's beautiful, man. It's it's amazing how kids can change your perspective on things. Like I see everything through a completely different scope, and and even like you know what's it's what's crazy is even watching like kids on TV shows like being born like that movie Knocked Up is what I always go to. I used to watch it and give it a good chuckle. Now, whenever that kid's born, I'm sitting there with a box of tissues, weeping like a baby because it reminds me of when my daughter was born. And I was like, it's amazing how children just completely change your life, like completely. And you don't know until it hits you. Yeah. When my son was born, it was the weirdest, most amazing thing that I could possibly have felt. And then when I met my wife, when we first were talking, she's like, "I I hope you like my daughter. I'm like, but she can't be that bad. She's like, well, she's she's twelve. I'm like, nah, she can't be that bad. I swear to God, for the first six months, she did everything she could possibly think of to get rid of me. And my wife would break down in tears and hold me and just say, I- "I'm worried you're gonna leave me." She still does once in a while. I'm worried she's gonna chase you off. I, said, I love her like she's my own, and I know she likes me. She's just having a fit because I didn't do whatever it was she wanted that in that given moment 
she'll get over it. And if she doesn't, that's on her. Yeah, I got to see. Um, so when I found out that my daughter was being born, my buddy, I, I didn't have a car at the time, but my buddy left to work, came and picked me up. And this dude ran every stop sign and light, <laughs> was driving on sidewalks. Uh, I mean, just insane. And, and this is when, like, Rockstar Energy Drink first came out. And uh, he's got one hand on a Rockstar and the other hand just, just, oh, my God. It was, yeah, it was insane. And we got there in, uh, in time and everything. Yeah, that was just an amazing feeling, you know. And uh, Shit. Shit, man. Jennifer playing her as hell. She, she had a C-section with Della. They said, All right, what time do you want to go to have her? At this time, this time, or this time. So the day before, we picked the time. We go in there. It was bada-bing, bada-boom. I had a baby in my arms. I was like, damn, this is the fastest person. See my life. But the funniest thing ever, there's a doctor here that all the women love. His name, I, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to blah blah blah, but he, he's here to all the women and all the women in Bowling Green are like, Oh, he's the hottest thing in the world, blah blah blah. <laughs> I walk in the fucking room, and the first thing Jennifer says to me, she says, I got to hug so and so. I was Jeez. like, <laughs> I was like, All right, we legit sat there the whole time talking about Notre Dame football until the baby was there. Like, he was just like, he was having a full on conversation delivering my baby, got done delivering the baby. Um, threw it out there and uh, not throw him, but gave it to the doctor, did this, blah blah blah. And I was like, All right, cool. So we legit had a full conversation about football. And I was like, This is probably the best pregnancy that my wife's ever had. But Jennifer was allergic to our baby at the time, like the, and then, uh, the fluid that the baby was in, it was breaking her out in hives, man. So it, it, it was a worse pregnancy. I felt bad for her, so I was happy when Della came. And then we, we made the decision not to have any more. So I got two little blue-eyed, blonde-haired girls running around my house that I'm that I'm gonna have to keep my, my guns clean for. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go, Rick and Eric talking about the first time they held their children. Well, the first yeah. time I saw my son, I just stared at him like he was the most awesome thing I'd ever seen. My brain wouldn't process it. And then he peed on the doctor, and it was like <laughs> it just broke the moment. <laughs> Actually, I got baby pictures of my kids on my phone. I'll show you a picture, Della, when she was a baby. I, I love pulling these pictures up. It, it's the best thing in the world. You're like, oh, my God, that's my baby. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is something that uh, recently, uh, you know, Father's Day was just, uh, what, a week or so ago? Oh, man, man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Father's Day, what, that, was that last weekend? Yeah, it was last weekend. Last weekend? Um, all right, so I'm gonna share this this TikTok video, and this is um Daryl Vessie in the club, B uh, PNW Bearded Dad on TikTok. Um, I'm gonna share this, see if I get it so that I can go out in the big world one day. Teach me the basics and then let me learn. Should I ever get stuck, I'll know just where to turn. Cheer me up, Daddy, when I'm feeling blue. I can always rely on your kind words from you. Dry my tears, Daddy, when I feel feeling sad. Let me know it's okay. I won't feel bad. Show me instructions. And then.
so he gets he gets pretty choked up there but that was a uh a painting uh letter from his uh stepdaughter asking for him to be his dad man that's 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 so beautiful dude yeah those those videos get me every time you know the ones where yes. you know the the kids give their dad like an envelope oh what's this and inside there's like adoption papers every time i get choked up at, without without fail it's, it's it's amazing yeah them videos and then also the videos of where parents come home from the military and they surprise mm-hmm. the kids them get me too man like i'm just like oh yep. man that's awesome yeah oh man every every time like the the my favorite one was when the dad went to catch like the first pitch and he's all in the catcher's gear and stuff. And <laughs> so like the little boys throwing the first pitch out in the game. And, you know, after that they go and they like, they shake hands with the catcher and then he takes off the mask and it's the dad. And it's like, he jumps up and gives him the, gives him this great big hug. And every time it gets me <laughs> yeah. every time. I'm not you're crying. Right? You're crying. Yeah. <laughs> I, just cut, I just cut some onions. It's, it's just the, <laughs> it's the dirt, the dirt from the field. Got me. I'm sorry. It's, it's got my allergies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Every time. Well. Yeah, that that was pretty special. That stuff like that's just that's uh, yeah. I had chills. I get chills every time I've seen that. And uh, and he made a couple other videos about it too. So yeah, that's special, man. And and, yeah, and like that's I said, awesome. you know, when when the kids said that they were gonna start calling me dad, you know, that was that was something special to me. And um, yeah, being a dad it's, is pretty cool. It is, man. Being a dad's awesome. I never thought I'd be good at it. I never thought that I'd want to be a dad. And then it just, like I said, it just got thrown into my lap at one day, and I was just like, "Man, this, I think I can handle this. This is pretty Here good for me. Go. I like it." <laughs> I think, I think every dad goes into it assuming that they're going to screw it up in some way, but then, like, as as you as you journey forward, and like, man, I've I've been able to, you know, I've been able to keep my kids alive for all these years now. I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's an amazing, it's an amazing feeling. You know, it's at first I was intimidated and and, and really nervous, like when my daughter was born. I was afraid to hurt her, so I could. I, I it took a lot of talking to get me to cut the cord. I was so nervous because I didn't know what to do. But but you know, it's 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 incredible. Like it's just the greatest thing that I've ever done. I thought I was gonna break them. I was like, uh, what do I do here? Yeah. I'm gonna drop her. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, it's an amazing I, thing. I, I'm sure DJ, you can relate. And, and and I've seen a lot of those videos. It's like how you act with your first kid, and you're all special, soft, doing you know <laughs> kind things. And then you're you know the last kid, you're just like whatever, you know. Yep. I mean, yeah. after you've had after you've had thirty two kids, I mean, hell, the thirty <laughs> the thirty second one, you should be, be come out already raised. Hell. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. No. It's, <laughs> that's true. It's true. I get that a lot. Like you, you have you've had so many kids by now. You should be you should be an expert by now. I'm like, no, not even close. I'm still I'm still making it up as I go along. Honest to God, like I'm still. Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday you had to yell at one of them to get off the freezer. Yeah. So, freezer. so my little yeah. <laughs> my little guy. We have a, like a, one of those chest freezers, and he climbs now. Like he's, he, yeah, I have no. He climbs now. And out of nowhere, we're in the middle of our show. I turn around and say, and ask uh, one of my older kids, "Can you get Gideon off the freezer, please?" And he's standing there like nothing's like there's not a care in the world, giggling because he knows he's not supposed to be up there. But yeah. like, get off the freezer, and it's, it's and somehow that seems normal to me. Like before I had kids, I you you never think of stuff like that. But you know, things like get off the freezer and 
Like, it just somehow becomes normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. Even think about it. And every kid's different too. So what you think you might've mm-hmm. mastered with one kid, your other kid just throws a complete curveball at you, you know, and, and, and you yes. gotta handle that. Very true. Yes. Very yes. True. You never know. Night and day, night and day. Every single one of my kids has been different in, in some way. Like it, it's, you know, the little guy has probably been like my, I wouldn't say my most complicated, but he's been like, he's, he's been pretty tricky. Like we recently found out that he's, he's autistic. So just when I thought I had this parenting figured out, there's a whole other curveball. but he's, but he's amazing. It's been like going and learning all this stuff with him and be like getting him through all, all these obstacles that he's had to bump into because, you know, because of that, it's been like my most, like, most confusing at the same time, one of the most incredible journeys I've ever been on. It's it's been it's been yeah. wild. Absolutely. I've seen that with my nephew as well, too, you know. Oh, and watching my sister. Um yeah. Cause she's 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 got four and one on the way now. That's I got cool. a lot of nieces and nephews. That's awesome. Yeah. And like uh dad's like dad said, you're always learning something new. Always. Always. Yep. Hell yeah. And and you, you have to. You have to leave yourself open to, to everything. You know, to every you know, every door, every window's open because you you legitimately never know something new might come up tomorrow you never anticipated. But it's it's but you know, I prefer it that way. Like if it was just a stationary journey, it, you know, I wouldn't say it would get boring, but you know, it, it's you, you like the unpredictability of it. It, it really you know that that's that's one of my favorite parts is just every day is something new. Yep, I love my it. son still does shit that surprises me, and my wife will go, "Should he be doing that?" I'm like, "He'll only do it once if it hurts him." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they'll learn. They'll learn. And then my stepdaughter will do something. She'll look at me. Should she be doing that? I'm like, "Well, you know her better than I do. You tell me." <laughs> oh, well, man. That, well, I'm looking forward to uh, definitely. I mean, just. I don't know. I, I can see a lot of conversation, a lot of topics um, in this area and that you guys can have and all the different roads you can go down with it here. And uh, I think you guys are onto something. And I'm looking forward to see uh, how fatherhood and facial hair uh, turns out here in the future. Yes, sir. Me too. I can't and, wait to see myself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 like I said, we've been, we're two episodes in, and it's been an absolutely incredible journey. I I can't wait to see where I'm. Like, I'm really, really excited about it. It's it's you know, and we we appreciate you guys having us on. I mean, this yeah. is this we've been we've ever since we found out we've been talking about it. We've been <laughs> super excited. Just yeah, we we appreciate you guys. You know, giving us the rub. You know, so we it's it's been it, it's you know it's it's pretty awesome of you guys. I so thank you. Thank you very uh, much. Absolutely, yes, man. You know, we love you guys, and you know, we you know we're trying to help everybody we can, and everybody helping each other along the way here is you know no matter what we're doing. Um, so uh, yeah, so the um, the Twitch channel uh, is in the description. <clears throat> um, so make sure you guys save that. Um, and have a Twitch uh, login and all that stuff. Yep. 
so you can check that out we're on there also um we get people from twitch popping in every now and then um yeah. we're just you know we're just putting it out there everywhere you know what i mean so if there's anything that we can do to help you guys um you know if it's i don't know technical advice or anything uh, you know feel free to reach out man you know we'll fake it till we make it with you <laughs> that's right we'll 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 definitely do that we'll definitely yes. do that so <laughs> when um uh so plug your show when when where why how all that good stuff um we have the next one tentatively scheduled for next saturday at noon um topic yet to be discovered um tune in we usually go for a couple hours just you know if, if nothing else just talking about our experiences so anyone out there has an experience they'd like to for us to share or you know eventually come on and talk about let one of us know we we want to hear from everybody and the only reason our topic hasn't been picked yet is we're still working technical issues out once that's done i think we'll be able to pick our topics have guests and we'll be on a roll Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. Oh yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming on and hanging out with us. Uh, we love you all, and like I said, look forward to what you got going on here. So yes, sir. Fatherhood, love you guys here. Much love, right. guys. You guys have a good one. We'll talk you to you too, soon. Man. Oh man, that's gonna be a good one, bro. That's gonna be that. Everybody needs to tune into that. That's gonna be a good little show right there. Yeah. I like it yeah. already. Yeah. I just had a bunch of the the whole time we were talking. I just had a bunch of fatherhood stuff, experiences, and stories just going through my head. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, we got some we got some good guests coming up in the next couple weeks too, though, don't we? I think. Have yep. we talked about it for sure? Yeah. Something like yep. that. Yeah, we're definitely uh, getting them lined up and more, um, you know, figured out. So yep. we're still figuring this shit out and we're yeah. 40, 42 episodes deep or something like that. Oh man, we get, we're daping. We're getting deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so are we going to do it at seven 30 from now on? Uh, and for, to further notice until I figure out if I'm coming back to day shift or not. All right, so you guys, um, as opposed to uh, normally how we always go live at 8 p.m. on Sundays, it will now be 7.30, so make sure you guys tune in. Um, yeah, and then uh, next week the babes will be back with the Rebellious Babecast, and they're doing some goofy shit, man. Whether it's Bob Ross painting or putting makeup on the guys, you know, I don't know. Hell yeah. So, uh Tune in there. All the stuff's on Spotify the, uh, the night of. This will be on there tonight. And um, yeah, so that's it, guys. Uh, much love and respect to all you guys. I got to find. Man, that was a tearjerker. It was. Video. Yeah, man, it was a good one. I liked it. That's so sad. Yeah. All right. Love y'all. We'll catch you next time. Much love and respect, y'all.